0: How's it going today, guys? Once again, back here in the studio, another episode, Hot Takes with TP3. You already know what it is. Today is Thursday, June 7th, 2018, obviously, and we just had some big breaking news hit the uh, NBA um, hot stove, guys. Brian Colangelo has officially been fired as GM of the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, he obviously was using these burner accounts to defend himself on Twitter and say all kinds of other stupid stuff against the team and against other things going on within the 76ers organization. He officially resigned today. It was kind of a mutual parting of ways because he knows it all true, kind of, and I bet he doesn't want to get out, but he's obviously going to get out with the way everything goes, but... I think that that kind of affects their ability to get LeBron this offseason, and trust me guys, we're going to talk later about where LeBron's going to go, because after, obviously they're going to get swept, like I've been predicting this whole series, they have no chance against Golden State in this last game, I think they're going to get blown out, but Let's talk about the game and let's talk about where LeBron can go and how this Colangelo firing affects it. So, obviously, biggest storyline from last night's game. Kevin Durant absolutely dominated that game, guys. He got after it on on the boards with 13 rebounds, 43 points, hitting that huge dagger three. He had seven assists. I personally think this is the best game I've ever seen Kevin Durant play, and I've seen Kevin Durant play lots of games over his career. He stepped up to the challenge. Steph Curry and Klay Thompson last night Um, They were simply awful It's the only way really to put it They were terrible last night Um, These two guys could not hit anything i mean we watched steph curry finally hit those two big shots where he had the layup and he had that three-pointer which were huge i mean i kept telling my dad when we were sitting there watching the game there's no way that he's going to miss all of them there's no way he's going to keep missing and finally steph curry hit one but the splash bros combined for seven of 27 from the field three for 15 um from three-point range i mean that's just not getting it done but kevin durant guys he absolutely picked it up and stepped up to the challenge for them um I really think that what Cleveland needed to win this game down the stretch is they needed LeBron to kind of do What we've seen him do in the past in series where he said, all right, you've been going off this whole game It's time to make somebody else do it and make them pass the ball and make somebody else beat them But the only problem is LeBron carries such a heavy workload when he's on offense and just with everything for this team That he can't really be doing stuff like that where he gets it, goes out there and has to shut down your top score uh, I thought Draymond played a really good game, too I mean he only had 10 points, but he had a uh, nine assists and and I mean, not a lot of rebounds either, only two rebounds. Like I said, the Cavs absolutely murdered them on the rebounds yesterday. The rebound total was... Cleveland 56 Golden State 41 I mean Golden State could not get many rebounds and that was hurting them in the first half Cleveland's pace outplayed them in the first half and realistically Looking at the way Cleveland played in the first half They dominated the entire first half of that game and to only be up six points at halftime You're just kind of like what el- what more can we do? What else can we do even in the first quarter my dad and I both look at each other and we're like What more can LeBron do? They dominated the whole first quarter and they are only up by one point It was 28-29 at the end of the first quarter I thought that three-pointer Kevin Durant drilled right before halftime was huge I mean Kevin Durant guys this game was a legacy game for Kevin Durant Kevin Durant before this game obviously we know what people have said about him we know how his career has gone we know the way everything's gone from this season we know how his attitude's been and everything all everything people's been saying about KD how he's a snake how he took the easy way out but this was a big time legacy game for him you saw the two the splash bros and honestly Draymond not really do their thing as much yeah Draymond had 10 points nine assists but I mean Draymond usually rebounds pretty well for them play great defense I mean they got Iguodala back but KD carried this squad last night he put the team on his back and I personally think this is the biggest legacy game for Kevin Durant I mean it's kind of his way of saying I'm the reason why we won this title not Steph not Clay. yet I still think it is a team thing but I mean he's the reason why they won last night and he's the big reason why they're going to sweep this team now I personally think the morale is down in Cleveland I mean Jr. Smith shooting that three-pointer at the end I mean that I guarantee you that was not what Tyron Lue drew up there's no way he drew up a, 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 a Jr. Smith deep three but another guy who I thought played really well last night was um, JaVale McGee. Yeah, he only had three rebounds, but he had ten points. He did a good job of scoring when they gave him the ball. Um, he had zero assists, obviously, but two blocks as well, which was big. And he had a plus three plus minus I thought was huge. Draymond actually had a negative two plus minus, which is interesting right there. But I really did think that they played a lot better with him out there on the floor. Curry's was plus zero, but Clay Thompson and uh, Kevin Durant were plus 14 and plus 15 last night. So, I mean, Golden State just played a great game all around. Another guy who played well was the rookie Jordan Bell last night. He had 10 points, uh, six rebounds. I just thought he did a great job positioning himself on the offensive glass to get easy back baskets caught some alley-oops I just felt like he played his game and he did a good job of knowing his role and playing what he had to and it really helped the Warriors but looking at it from a flip side of things yeah I said LeBron should have done more he had t- he had 10 rebounds 11 assists 33 points but like I was saying all day yesterday they got to play ball and have LeBron go for about 50 Kevin Love had 20 and 13 which is really good but I mean, you can't be relying on these other scores. Jr. even had a good game, even though he's 3 of 10, 5 for 14, but you got to like him shooting his shots and hitting some. Rodney Hood stepped it up big time off the bench with 15 points. I mean, Rodney Hood looked great out there, six rebounds. He played a really good game, I thought. I mean, I just felt like that Cleveland played a decent game, but they just needed a little bit more. I just feel like you needed one of those uh, performances out of LeBron where he goes for 50 or 40 to 50 points. I feel like that's what you have to get, and that's what he's going to have to do because they really have to slow this game down, which they did a good job, I thought, of slowing the game down, but it really didn't change much for Golden State with their game. Kevin Durant just isolated as well and got tons of points. I mean, Golden State still had 27 assists. We know they like to stay in that 25 to 30 range of assists, move the ball 300 times. So I thought they did a great job of staying true and playing their game. I mean... Both teams did it got to the free throw line. Obviously, Cleveland had zero free throws, and we saw Gilbert call them out on Twitter. I thought that was pretty funny, saying how they had no free throws, but they got They got to the line 17 times, or got to shoot 17 free throws in the second half. They had 13 for 17, which is not great. I mean, if you look at it statistically shooting and stuff, both teams are about even. Cleveland got more shots, actually. Golden State only had 81 to Cleveland's 92. I mean, Cleveland was murdering them on the boards. Cleveland actually had 15 offensive rebounds, which is huge. So I mean, they were getting the second chances, 14 to 11 on turnover. I mean, Golden State, though, had 19 points off those turnovers. That's the thing. Like I've been saying, you gotta you got to be smart with those isolation possessions. You can't be reckless with the ball, and that's what they were last night, and that's really what hurt them. But looking at it for Game 4, honestly, I don't really think there's much that they can do in Game 4 to win this series. I think the series is over. I just think that Cleveland's just going to pack it in, say it is what it is. I think LeBron – I mean, obviously – I wouldn't necessarily say they're going to pack it in, but I think that Golden State, it'll be kind of like how it was last time. It'll be kind of a close first half. Then we'll watch Golden State have that explosive third quarter. And then at that point, Cleveland's just kind of be like, whatever. I mean, we can't do anything about this. We don't have the players we need. I mean, if you look at the box score last night, yeah, Golden State Golden State had struggled in the first half. But what's been the Warriors' quarter all season long? The third quarter. And you know what they did in the third quarter? in the third quarter they outscored Cleveland 31 to 23 and 27 21 in the fourth so I mean they really did a good job of bringing themselves back in this game and taking a lead I mean that's a outscoring them by eight points in the third quarter when you're down six so you go in the fourth quarter up by two points and I mean that's just where Kevin Durant absolutely took over and kind of ended this game I honestly think that this is finals has been better to watch than I thought it would I really expected Golden State to come out here and win both all the games by 10 to 15 points rather than Cleveland did a good job of holding their own and they fought I mean if I'm Cleveland yeah you're gonna lose this series and you're gonna get swept but you gotta hang your hat on the fact that you didn't lay down you fought and you fought till the last play every single game um I just feel like though that you needed more out of Cleveland from LeBron, honestly, I mean it's tough to ask more from LeBron, but it is what it is. Go looking ahead to Game Four. My take is LeBron once again he has to isolate the game, mimic the Rockets' pace, which they did a good job of in the first quarter, playing that iso ball, and Golden State couldn't hit a shot. The way I look at it is, Golden State's not going to be that is not going to miss that many shots again, and and be that off in the first quarter. I mean that's the worst I think I've ever seen Steph Curry play. Aside from that game six when he got ejected after throwing his mouthpiece after the bad call I mean, I think that's probably the next worst that Curry's ever played in a playoff game So I really don't think Curry and Clay can play that bad again Obviously, I still think the MVP's up for grabs because KD played awful in game one He was okay in game two I mean, I'll kind of give him a pass in game two just because They stopped playing uh, their starting players and just kind of able to bench players once they went up by 20 points and the game was officially over. But going back to what I said, I think the most lasting thing from this is LeBron's out, man. Like No matter what Cleveland does, LeBron is out of here. They don't have a lot of cap flexibility due to bad contracts tied up with guys like J.R. Smith. Guys like uh, Tristan Thompson, I mean, those are terrible contracts. I don't think there's much of a trade market out there for Kevin Love with his contract. Don't get me wrong, I think Kevin Love's still a great player, but he's been very injury prone, and we've seen him get knocked around throughout the playoffs and the regular season, missing extensive time, so... I realistically think LeBron's gone. Obviously I think they could trade that pick and get Eric Bledsoe or Kimball Walker. Do I I think Kimball Walker is way better than Bledsoe. I was talking with a friend earlier and we were both bashing about how bad Bledsoe is and how he doesn't do anything well. So I think that's kind of out of the question. If I were Cleveland, I would keep that draft pick and make a selection with it because they're gonna need a new player moving forward, but I personally thought that LeBron would go to Cle- or go to the Philadelphia. I feel like that their ability to defend between him, Covington. I mean, Covington has made first team all defense, and you got Ben Simmons and LeBron who can guard any guard in the league. I feel like that defensively would be unreal. And then you got Embiid as your stopper, like big man back there holding everything down as the anchor of your defense. I just think that that team would be amazing. Obviously, if Kawhi can get moved or if he stays in San Antonio, it makes San Antonio a player. Or if he goes out to LA, it makes him a big time player in getting LeBron. So. I definitely think there's lots of moves on the table for LeBron, I would say. So based off rosters right now and not counting in any trades that could possibly happen, I think LeBron's best fit would either be in San Antonio or out in uh, Philadelphia, just with like I was saying earlier with the defense and whatnot. I feel like those are the two best moves for him to make. I mean, he could go to LA, but like I said, I'm not going to get into roster speculation today. I've Trust me, I'm going to try to come up with a little NBA alternate universe with me and uh, my buddy Kyle Thacker, who's been on here a couple times. So I mean, we'll kind I think it'd be pretty fun if we came up with a little alternate universe for what's going to happen next season or what we think should happen to make the league the best next year but all that's coming in more next week but I really think this Colangelo thing's huge because it proves that there's not really stability in the front office for this team and LeBron's going to want a stable front office if he's making the move to another comp or to another team so I really think that's huge and that's going to factor in but I think there's a zero percent chance he stays in Cleveland especially after they just got swept so if I were all y'all looking forward to Game 4, I would make sure you sit down from the beginning of the game and watch it because that's going to be the last basketball game we're going to see until Summer League basketball starts. I'm a big Summer League fan, but I can guarantee you not a lot of y'all are. That's just because I'm a basketball nerd. but. Appreciate y'all tuning into today's podcast. And once again, I have to keep it short. No Kobe and my producers out of town, so I can't really go very long. Also, I forgot to do this yesterday, but I got to shout out the FSU women's softball team. Uh, they did a great job winning that national championship. Got to love seeing the Noles get another championship. Let's hope we can bring one home in football or basketball next season. I'm excited to see what happens in football. But I'll be coming at y'all again tomorrow, so get ready for that.